It's not great that there's a white hand scooping up black. It's heads. not racist because it's my hand. When I roll up, look at hella fine. My credit score can't be that bad. The basic credit tiers are excellent, good, poor, bad. This Issa, it's all the way at the bottom. You know I hate to ask. Vanessa's not really cool with you being around, so maybe I can give you another week, but then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll see you. Okay. Ain't nobody gonna do it like that. Alright y'all, welcome back, welcome back, welcome the fuck back. This is Oh So Insecure, the carefree black nerd review of HBO, Issa Rae, and Larry Whitmore's Insecure Season 3. We are tackling episode 2, Familiar Like. Now for this episode, uh, apparently Issa gets advice from Kelly about our financial situation and plays wingman as Daniel tries to make a music industry connection explicit language adult content <laughs> and i have this uh dope ass motherfucker on the show with me today who needs no introduction but here it is let these folks know who the fuck rocking with me today bro oh um, um uh, apparently a dope ass motherfucker um <laughs> you know you know a lot of people know me by baby healy um i do things <laughs> um yeah and it's good to be back man i miss you man man for real for real man this is like what the fourth third fourth time you've been on the network i think third. okay okay that's not well it's, no well technically but fourth episode wise fourth yeah it's been yeah <laughs> so those of you just joining the conversation baby who has been a, <laughs> on a number of shows uh most recently it is uh the living single review show that uh aired this past summer go ahead and check that out the link will be in the show notes and prior to that it was also the insecure season two review so catch up folks <laughs> man so man um insecure we on season three did you ever think we'd make it this far <laughs> um i'm just happy that we did yeah 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 um i and in in this day and age i kind of just take what i'm given and i just don't set expectations no more uh-huh, uh-huh. um because there's so much disappointment around us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i mean look at the Omarosa, I mean Jesus, oh, it's a mess. <laughs> I have no expectations for shit anymore, so I'm just happy that I, it's still here. Right, right, right. I, and I'm going to continue to watch it until the powers that be say it's not going to be on anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, and I, I'm. Oh my God, I'm. Well, listeners already know I'm always ecstatic when it comes to Issa and. Anything she's touching, especially insecure. But man, this season, uh, before diving into this particular episode, um, carrying over from season two, how do you feel that mm-hmm. transition was from the end of season two into season three? Um, all I'm going to say is, as as a uh, paying member of the Lawrence Hive. Oh, I was about to ask. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think about is like my man's is gone. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. I don't even remember how last season ended. I just know that No, that was when they were in the house together, right? 
Yeah, they and they had that little flashback about having a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, so yeah, uh, I miss my mans. Um, I'm still riding with you in spirit, bruh. Wherever you are in the insecure universe. Ah, I like that. <laughs> Man, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm like I said, I was on the fence. Um I did like Lawrence, him being gone feels like a natural progression of that story, but I do feel like there's room for him to come back, either in a major way or like a minor consistent cameo. Um either way, you know, kudos to Lawrence, like you said, out there. In the insecure universe, <laughs> wherever man, he's at, whatever he's doing, man. Look, if if Issa was uh oh shit, if Issa was uh I gonna say if she was smart because she is smart, but uh copyright carefree black nerd. If you can go ahead, I'll write that uh Lawrence Hive web series spinoff. If you know if she hey you get me because I got my man's up here who definitely I got a spot for you here if we uh. Exactly, because you know I'm getting my acting thing on now. So, right, right, right. <laughs> I just, hey, I will gladly be Lawrence's cousin, brother. <laughs> I was supposed to be somebody's boyfriend, but. <laughs> yeah, we see what happened there. <laughs> they, they, they decided to go in a different direction. A very, yeah. Uh, it was, I may, maybe that's very L.A. of them. I don't know, but that I didn't expect that. <laughs> I don't know, but that's supposed to be my man. <laughs> you hear that all, God damn it! No. <laughs> okay, okay. So no, all this damn Carlo Rossi for nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Oh. And so, I don't even drink that shit. I'm a Sutter home bitch. Nigga, did you just 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 I'm not Sutter home. <laughs> okay, damn. I'm not. Don't say oh, don't say oh. No, I just... no I, I, I don't. Well, I drink that now because I'm broke, but when I actually have money, I drink more ain't expensive. No, ain't no wrong with being broke. Ain't no wrong with being broke. Oh, it ain't because I am. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so we back. We back. Now we're yeah, a little bit into season three, um, doing big things or whatnot. How do you – what's your impressions about this episode as a whole? Um... I it was okay. Uh-huh. Um, I don't care about anything that has to do with Daniel. Oh, really? Okay. Um, because in my mind, he's the reason that Lauren isn't here anymore. Oh no. Um, so I I still haven't really warmed up to him yet. Oh, mm. um, so I didn't care. Oh, I'm um, and then his storyline irritated me because he was acting dumb. Uh... Oh, okay, okay, so that's, okay, okay, I'm good with that, I'm good with that. I just, I don't know, I guess because I like Daniel, I thought everybody else would too, but. I mean, it's nothing wrong with him, I'm just. <laughs> you just not here for that. <laughs> you ain't you trying know? to fail. Okay, okay, damn, okay, well this is going to be interesting then. So, um, getting right into it, I guess my initial thoughts, I really did like this episode, for me it was a. A, a more mature episode, I think, than we've gotten before, a kind of quieter episode, even though there was the mm. club shooting and all that good shit, but it felt like a <laughs> more intimate episode uh, for me. So, yeah. So, uh, diving right in to... Dan- Dang, I can't believe... I'm shook now that you're not a fan of Daniel. Okay. 
So we open up on We Got Y'all. And uh, first of all, how do you feel about Issa at this goddamn job? Um, She's still there. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Yes, I and <laughs> I'm happy because the shit's hilarious. Um, And I... I, I up until today, I was the only black man in my division at work. Oh, okay. So I kind of connected with that. It's just like, I know how that feels. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm, this is this is interesting. Though I do have a bit more color at my nine to five, I still understand a lot of what she's going through. And I, ugh, it's so frustrating and I don't know. <laughs> infuriating because shit is like you're pigeonholed into this role when she is the quote-unquote black one who speaks for the black mm-hmm. community and it's ah, it's so fucking tone deaf and i think i tweeted that like this uh work staff meeting is like racially tone deaf and it's so fucking annoying ah because uh, she's the only one there yeah and, and they, they pointed it out <laughs> That, and that's the thing that frustrates me the most is that she's on the <laughs> shit list at work, but because you're our token black, now I can use it's. Uh, it's I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. That was it was a, that whole. I don't know how that organization is still standing because that lady was dumb as hell. Everybody in there was dumb. Well, in a post moon, in a post moonlight America, like where was now that fucked me all the way up. The white gay man talking about in a, a post moonlight. I died. <laughs> yeah, very toned. I just, uh, I guess the one who I felt the most um, with Issa off the table was homegirl with the, uh, who I guess probably was the most offensive talking about, oh, whatever, whatever Issa thinks is probably the best. I felt her because it's like, this is trash. I don't want to be here. But what she <laughs> had to say, I was like, nah, fam, you can't, you can't do that. It's, how is it racist? It's my head. It's God. This shit is so. This staff meeting, we're essentially breaking down the logo to "We Got Y'all," which is again a white hand holding up things, black kids, black silhouettes, the vernacular, the imagery, all of it just screams odd as the fuck. But now we're finally addressing, uh-huh. and as usual, the, the black person has to speak for all black people, and. uh I don't know, Issa kind of sidestepped that, like, you know, y'all brought up valid points, and that's cool, and I think you're uh, you're fine with whatever you, you're doing, so kudos to her for that. Would you have handled that the same way? Um, excuse me, I would have been more between how she actually presented her thoughts mm-hmm. and what she thought about. <laughs> Which was I would have been right there in the middle, like, <laughs> I've been telling you idiots for... I, I've been doing my best to let you know this was trash, but you you didn't want to listen. Now you want to ask me. Mm-hmm. But I've already told you what the issues were. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like she said, I've been trying to wake y'all up. Like, mm. I'm confused. Yeah, same. It's... So I, I, I would have voiced that. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if that, because I feel the exact same way, and I wonder if it has anything to do with us being men. Um, because yeah. I'm not a woman, I don't walk that life, so I don't know 
what it feels yeah. like to maybe be silenced or whatever. So if there are any women, specifically black women out there who watched this episode, saw that scene and felt you would have handled it differently or somewhere in between, please tweet us and let us know. Use the hashtag OS insecure. Cause I'm really interested again, not being able to being able to walk in the space of blackness, but not of being a woman. A black woman. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how that would, or how you all received that scene. So that's, um, Please hit us up. Let us know what's going on. Um, now we get Daniel with his niece. I have to say, I'm so. I want to be ratchet. Yes, <laughs> I love I this like, girl. What? Who is this girl? <laughs> Man, with her beautiful black skin, this hair yes. slicked back, this pink uh, tracksuit. Like I'm, I'm here for all of this. I, I'm, I hope we get more of that little girl on this damn show. Um, yeah, so Daniel, I don't know, dealing with his own insecurity or his own issues with... It's, did you get the feeling from last season that he maybe wasn't doing well as a producer? I didn't get the feeling that he was as insecure or, like, uh, prideful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... But I I never really gauged his success. Okay, okay, I think that's fair. Because everything around Daniel has been distraction. Yeah. And destruction. Um. Keep him, all those begin with D's, just like Daniel. Okay. Um, <laughs> demon. <laughs> so not Daniel Hyde. No. I just... <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that's cool I, I feel the same way I feel like he was presented and his occupation was as well but that's where it stopped I feel yeah. like it was just this was a part of Issa's storyline and I felt that he had to have been good at what he did because of the different ways he popped up like uh, I think in season one with the doing the video for the kids and all that other shit right. even showing up at the um, I don't know we got y'all reunion whatever that that event that i felt that he did he was good at what he did but i couldn't gauge if he was like working with celebrities or local rappers not that there's anything wrong with that or just like aspiring artists but from this episode i do like that they give us more kind of a backstory give me more meat more shit to sink my teeth into when it comes to daniel so now if he or Issa will they or won't they I'm a little bit more emotionally invested than I was before. Do you feel that way? Not being part of the Daniel collective or whatever? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what they wanted us to feel or whatever, but <laughs> I personally don't give a shit about Daniel's story. Uh, fuck that nigga, huh? <laughs> now, they might end up captivating me, you know, as the season goes on, but right now, fuck that nigga. No, I feel you. Yeah, he's, he's, he's something else. I'm a fan so far. Um, and homeboy who came to the studio, I keep forgetting his name on the show, um, but that's Issa's brother. And I keep saying that without fact checking, but I used to watch them back in the 2000, early 2010s web series days. And I'm about 99.6% sure that's our biological brother or at least close friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll check that before next episode. God damn it. Um, so Bay is back. Boo, best mm. friend, whoever. Kelly. 
<laughs> Kelly, Kelly, what are your thoughts on this scene with Kelly and Easter in this financial planning? My thoughts on Kelly and Issa and this financial planning. Um, number one, you can buy groceries at Rite Aid. I never, oh. <laughs> never even thought about that. Um, although, never mind. Um, and then also, don't look a gift horse in the deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. That was a very... <laughs> Very interesting choice of words. <laughs> you like you, you do so good, and then you just like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She. Oh, the, but I love Kelly, man. Same, same, and I've been spelling her name wrong forever in the day. K e l l i, not y, but you know, shame on me. Um, <laughs> you hear it more than you see it. True. True. This um this scene between the two of them, what I like the most is that, although I hate to admit it, I am very much Issa at times. Like, a lot of her, the people surrounding her are advancing. I don't want to say they're just so successful that they're surpassing her, you know, mm-hmm. in such a wide margin. But everyone seems to be advancing in their own spaces, though Daniel is a bit insecure about his producing and his creativity he's still making moves and has you know to get him this far kelly is clearly doing okay molly that's without question like this motherfucker (laughs) just hopped around law firms that's very different than hopped around i don't know no shade to anyone but like a retail store and i say no shade because there's nothing wrong with retail but just the i used to work in retail yeah and i i enjoyed it and i'd probably you know go back Oh, I don't know if I can I go back. Just make sure. Nah, because those holidays. I don't even like black. going back in the store. Sometimes, like, uh, fuck Macy's. Uh, when is friends and family? Uh, okay. This thing. <laughs> um. Yes, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I felt like her when Kelly kind of read her about her living situation, about her money, about yeah. her, her credit score. All I was just like, oh man. And I'm like, that, that's where I am right now. Like, I'm really working on my finances and, and trying to get all that under, con, you know, control. And I, I tweeted earlier today, and I was like, the reason the universe is in blessing me with money is because I don't know how to manage it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, I need to do better. Yeah, same. So I I, I connected with Issa in that moment. It's like, I eat out a lot. Damn. I I do. Yeah. Mm, And then I have the nerve to grocery shop at the more expensive grocery store just to not eat the shit. Just to not eat it? Hold up. What? You bring Because I'll be ordering out. Oh, man. And then the produce go bad real quick. I'm like, oh, damn. It's finished day. I can't eat this shit no more. Throw oh, in the trash. Okay, yeah, you you might need to, yeah, you, know, you might need to go see Kelly because you know, I don't know, bro. I don't know. That's okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm getting there. You know, I'm baby steps. Right, right, and that's that's precisely it. That's precisely the space I am in, because God and damn it, I just... I'm doing better than Issa. I have no place. So. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, yeah. So uh, these two. I like them. 
I want, of course, everybody wants more of Kelly. I want more of Kelly. But, of course. Uh, I think we have only seven episodes this season. And I don't know. For me, this season feels, though we're only two episodes in, like, again, it is a bit more mature. We're a bit more, because we're not, I don't know if that makes sense. It's like we went through all the wild teenage shit in episode one and two, and now we're kind of dealing with the consequences and the aftermath of that. And by doing so, we can't just have a hotation and just hang out, you know, with our titties out or whatever. We have to, like, do some shit, like some soul searching. But it's still an interesting and entertaining season so far, even with those heavy consequences on her back. Because it's so relatable. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because like it, it feels like real life. Like it does. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm east of this episode. I got because this is not. Oh God, I feel seen and attacked, man. This, <laughs> this you buy <laughs> you buy Jaws and Rite Aid. Oh no, that is not uh, okay. Yeah, let's let's be clear. Um, her emotional <laughs> state, I guess, because some of this, like, I I know you can buy stuff at Rite Aid, but that's more or less like the grocery store is too far, or it's closed, or I'm on a college campus and I have to kind of walk sh- off campus to my sh- dorm. I don't, or it's, I don't know. I was in the damn Dollar General by my house, and they sell Hanes. So guess where I'll be getting my next pack of V-necks from? Okay, okay, that's that's fair. You know what? That's fair. And if you're shopping at Rite Aid for groceries, that's fair too. Who are me to judge? I was okay. I don't know if Rite Aid. Well, I didn't even know fucking Dollar General had like eggs and shit until the other day. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. A lot of the <clears throat> stores that, th- yeah, because I remember living in a less than desirable neighborhood when I was much younger, and not having a grocery store close. But having to walk to the family dollar, dollar general, whatever, and pick up like a pack of bologna and some chips and bread and shit. So, yeah, it's they do that. Yeah. So I know what to get from where now. So <laughs> right. costs and expenses. There you go. There you go. Uh, um, a fat damn you said, God damn it, what? what you I'm broke. Man, who ain't? God damn it. Even the rich folks. Oh, no, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> so, Isha calls her brother because. That nigga. During this conversation with Kelly, we find out that, well, we already knew, but Isha's paying nothing. She's going to ask to stay a little longer. And all this. And Kelly asks exactly what I feel like most of us have been wanting to ask Issa directly. Why the fuck won't you stay with somebody else? I'm not accepting that bullshit ass. Oh, you stay cl- you're closer to work. Fuck that. <laughs> why ain't you with somebody else? I'm team Issa, but motherfucker, come on. Why are you staying with this nigga who you have feelings for? Like... <sighs> That's confusing to me as well, but hey... Yeah, she's writing herself into these uncomfortable situations, and it's yes. Uh, and I, I love that she's doing that and not making herself be the victor at all the time. Like it's, I, it's, it's enjoyable. Uh, but like that's some dumbass shit that one of your friends might do. Yeah, and you're like, bitch, why are you doing this shit? Hell, that's some dumbass shit I might do. You never know. Uh, okay, so <laughs> tweet Huey at no. I just, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> 
So we get them all. I mean, it's it wasn't as much as I wanted, but you know, you ain't gonna please everybody. So I'm just happy he was on screen. Mm -hmm. It but, was uh, enough for me. Uh oh, it was. <laughs> he said, "Fuck that nigga." <laughs> he um. And pretty much just denied his sister access or entry into his home, which surprisingly honestly looked bigger and better than I thought it was going to look, though we only saw the kitchen. Yeah. I, I imagine him in a place that was similar to Issa's old place. Did you? Really? Did, I, like, maybe not quality, maybe like a better standard of living, but like small. But looking at that kitchen with him and that Hispanic boy, I was like, oh, this is big as the fuck. Like, why didn't you go there to begin with? Yeah, but remember she was going to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he and then the he, <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was like, you know what? No. Yeah, but that still leaves so many other options, though. Like, yeah. like Kelly said, your parents? Like, I didn't think of that, but with Kelly existing in the show and bringing that up as a list of people, I'm like, yeah. Since she brought it up, I think that's an acceptable option. Why not move back home? Right. Right. I don't know. Um, but after that, we get dead. What? First of all, how do you feel about Amal with his uh, Hispanic boyfriend that uh, Issa called? That was Lesbian? supposed to be me. Oh yeah, screw that guy. That was supposed to be me, Issa. She ain't listening, bro. She ain't listening. Damn, I retweeted your tweets and everything. <laughs> Maybe for season four. But uh, it was it was cute. Um, I know she was like, "What's his name?" And he was like, "You're on speaker." Yeah, she's so awkward at every turn. Man. <laughs> every, like, how do you make a spe a conversation with your brother awkward right after being told your credit ain't shit? Like, how do you? <laughs> oh man, it was cute. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked seeing him. And if we don't get a lot of him, like huge chunks of him. If we can consistently get conversations with him on the phone like that, then I'm good. As long as we yeah, get more. I, I love their interactions. Like, he's such an asshole. <laughs> he is, yes. And I is, I don't know if, if it's ever been said, but is he the younger sibling or is she? Do you know? I assume he was the younger. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. The younger one with his life together, hell. She just... <laughs> he's so shady. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, he's younger. Yeah, that would probably make more sense because she's never mentioned an older brother. Like, I feel like that's something that would have come up. Um, and I wonder what his interactions with Lawrence, because we haven't seen Amal and Lawrence in the same space at all, have we? We haven't. I'm, I'm, I want more of Amal and Issa. I want more of him and Kelly. But it would be of nice course. to see him either being shady towards Lawrence or to piss off Issa being, like, <laughs> friendly. <laughs> like I, I wonder. Okay, that's that's interesting. Yeah, put a pin in that. Um, so Daniel and Vanessa, what's that chick name? Anita. I don't know. Her and that computer's getting on my goddamn nerves. Though. Same. That whole scene blew me. I mean, I feel the way I felt about <laughs> Dro and Molly from the last episode. Like uh... you. It's your space, so you have the right to be like, nigga, go on. But it was like something about, I just didn't like the way she, I, she rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but her whole, oh, I love light skin love. And this, I'm like, bitch, you. you I was like, what? How do you say that to something like, 
I thought they were more serious than they are, apparently. But <laughs> I was like, oh, this, that. I thought she was more serious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this nigga is, you know, three shades darker than midnight. And you say you like light skin love? Like, what's your... But whatever, maybe it's me and my feelings because I'm dark skinned and I'm like, nigga, why you fucking with her if she don't? But ah, it just seemed odd. <laughs> like she just seems so immature and young, and just Daniel again, bad decisions. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, and even for him, you, I understand Issa's in your space and you're giving her space. But you have nowhere else you can go? Like, these niggas don't know. Y'all can't go to Starbucks? I was just, you ain't got no other girls you fucking with that you can lay up with or a homeboy who house you can sleep up. Like, if you really just trying to give her space. and You, you ain't take your homeboy to go get his ketchup packets? Like. <laughs> this shit, yeah, this is, I'm. Yeah, Daniel, do better, man. For real, like not even saying Issa would be the better, but do better because this is like if one of my friends legit called a woman and asked if they left ketchup packets at that woman's house, I would ask them to leave my residence <laughs> and never come back at all. <laughs> Did you really just call somebody and ask if you left ketchup packets at their house? Yeah, that motherfucker is wild, and I like him too. I like that edition. <laughs> that nigga is crazy as the fuck. I like that. I, oh, I did? Like, what? Yeah. Weird shit. Like, the writing on this show is so good. I I don't know if I said this before, but I really feel like Insecure will be the new living single for these young, I don't know, teenage to early 20-somethings who are existing now when they get older. I think Insecure mm-hmm. will be that new living single type show like it is for us. I really truly I can think see so. Like especially in this day and age of streaming and getting shows where sometimes like on Netflix you will get a whole series so you can binge whenever you want. And even though Insecure isn't that way, it's a very digestible amount of episodes that I feel like exists really well with this whole fast paced social media. You don't have twenty two episodes like you have about two, two and a half months and you're done. But you can right. always revisit. So I really feel like Insecure, oh shit, excuse me, Insecure will be the new living single type of show for uh, all you youngins out there. All well, you- mm, or you don't. You don't I agree? feel like I do, but I don't. Okay. Because I feel like the fact that we grew up in a time where if we missed it, we missed oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the appreciation is different. Okay, true, true. Um, and it's 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 more nostalgic because we didn't have the access to see it all the time. Yeah. Okay. I feel like insecure won't be nostalgic for anybody because they'll always have access to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If that makes sense. No, we do. We do. I still stand well, by my point. It wouldn't be as nostalgic. Yeah, I'll say that. Cause I, but I I'll, do feel like culturally, mm-hmm. it can be as impactful as Living Single was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think a lot of that will have to do with how the next couple seasons go as well. But as it stands right now, I know for me, when I'm in my 40s and 50s, I'll probably be like, damn, remember when 
such and such. Like I know I'll look fondly back on these at least first three seasons, but yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, um, yeah, and then I guess to your point, you have more access now. Like back in the day, we couldn't tweet Queen Latifah and be like, "What the fuck was you thinking about on season three, episode six? Like, <laughs> yeah, so. We didn't have that direct access. We wasn't right. about to laugh tweet it because number one, we couldn't. <laughs> and even if we could, we couldn't rewind it or pause it. So At it was all. just like, I mm-hmm. ain't about to miss this shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The landscape has changed. So, yeah, I wonder. And listeners out there, what shows do you think, even if it's not insecure, will be held in the same, I guess, reverence as like a living single or maybe even a different world or a Martin, like those old school shows that, us and our 20 and 30 somethings are like kind of feeling nostalgic about i wonder hmm okay but um so we move on to this continuation of the tone deaf staff meeting to the tone deaf staff lunch what's some <laughs> what's up what's some thoughts give me something about this round okay did they they went out for lunch right yeah they went to some like location Issa put out them damn not a uh, grain, them damn uh, oats and honey bars. Yeah, and a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was confused as hell, but I was like, wait, they they're out for lunch. Yeah, like yeah, they bought shit. It looks <laughs> like a she brought her lunch. Yeah, that that wasn't lost on me. I was very much like, well, the struggle is real. Like you can't force me to buy it, or if I get some water or something, like oh well. Uh, <laughs> Again, brokenness. Me and Issa, we here because yes. that's some shit I would do. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, she Issa is playing this goddamn part, and there it has to come from a place of experience. At least well, some of this, <laughs> it has to because it feels so real. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are very like intimate things. That, it's very different from just saying, "Hey, well," ooh, excuse me, some from saying, "Hey, well," um, poor people have food stamps because that's like a very kind of cheap immediate signifier of people who aren't as well off but these like bringing your own foods like who thinks to do that if you don't if it's not a necessity like yeah kudos she was slick with it was and getting back to the season length this is only seven episodes and traditionally comedies are treated with like 22 to 25 minutes whereas dramas are like what is it 35 to 40 this season is so. like 40 minute episodes. So I don't know if if that has changed cuz like I said it does seem more mature, it seems a bit heavier, and I wonder right. if that's a result because like I, I don't know, there's something there's something there. I don't know what it is quite yet, but there's something there. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the the issues aren't relationship based. Yeah. So the connection is different because we're not as like emotional and stuff. It's more like, God damn, like I need to get my life together. Like that's the tone. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It like is. it's not heartbreak or relationships. So cause my life is a shit mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even the stuff that kind of touches would be relationships or romantic stuff is very secondary to like my living situation like right yeah i'm attracted to this nigga but if i wasn't living with him that attraction would not be an issue so i i like that i like that about it um 
That being said, Issa talks to Daniel about trying to stay a little longer. And <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. I'm like, you're already not paying anything. It, how did you feel when she asked that nigga to stay a little longer? Like, what was it, an extra month or a couple of weeks? Or uh, I mean, he gave her a week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One. I felt like he was being a bitch. <laughs> Why you say that? <laughs> I just feel like he was only saying that because the girl had an issue. Mm-hmm. No, the girl didn't have an issue for real. Didn't he? Or did she? Issue. No, I don't think. But I, he blamed it on her. Right. Yeah, I don't think Vanessa, whoever the chick name is, I don't think she had an issue. She had an issue with him being at her place. Right. Not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he was a bitch in that moment. That, that was a real bitch move. <laughs> um, I would say he lost points, but I never gave him any to begin Drag him. No, I, <laughs> I feel the same. I feel like, damn, Daniel, like, damn, Daniel, you could have just kind of said, like, look, he said you wearing out your welcome or something. But at the same time, she's staying there rent free. But again, on her defense, She's coming to you with a change. Like, that's like if you got a, a fuck buddy relationship and one of y'all catch feelings and that person says, hey, I know this is how we started, but now I'm having feelings. They're not wrong for giving you this new, this update on this new thing. So I can't really even put her at fault because it's like, shit, she's homeless and she knows it. And, right. you know, so yeah, for him, I was like, man, when I saw the preview, I thought Vanessa, whatever the chick name is, I thought she actually had an issue. But after watching, I was like, man, that's kind of fucked up. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Nigga, just, just say I need you to leave. But <laughs> always easier to hide behind some other shit. Um, mm. So damn, Daniel, you lost a few points with me. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get Issa cleaning up this nigga's place, which is kind of something she probably should have been doing already. Like at least dishes. <sighs> Since you're rent free, uh, again, hilarious. Yes, yes. Her and this goddamn spider, boy. Now her, her in the trash can is what took me out. Now her and them cups talking about <laughs> what he do. It well, I did it. I did it with his grace. That shit, Issa is hilarious. That that motherfucker's funny as hell. <laughs> I I. Just, I like this show, man. I can't stress it enough. I like this goddamn show. Um, With his grace. What are your feelings about Daniel's apartment or house or whatever? What do you think about this? Like, Um, him from it, because, you know, you ain't a fan of him, but, like, his place. It looks like a nice domicile. (laughs) I like that it looks like a real house, if that makes sense. Like, it doesn't... Like, Molly fits her and her station in life, and I get mm. it. But if he was to live in that space, I would probably still understand because he's a producer. But his feels lived in. It doesn't feel like a set. Um, right. I know when Issa was doing um, Awkward Black Girl and she was, like, filming guerrilla style and, you know, using locations that she knew, I wonder if that translated into this show. Um, because a lot of web series do that where they'll shoot at, you know, if I got a homeboy who got a nice house. I know. Right, 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 right. So I'm just I'm wondering if we filmed at a few people's houses. Look, look, and see that's that's and that's what I love about it. That's taking a quick aside, I like that about the space that we're in now. To be a creative, you have 
no excuse really when you have a computer and a camera in your pocket and you yeah. have three people and one person who has a tripod one has a mixtape like right there you have the ingredients for at least a short film or something and watching Issa grow from awkward black girl and some of her experience with um black and sexy tv which is also like a grassroots company that started from just filming you know around california i i can appreciate even more where we are now um not to be one of those you weren't with her back in the day and you weren't with nikki back in, like not to be one of those type <laughs> of fans but i i watched her right on the space she is in my life yeah progress so yeah like yeah, you watch the progress. You have a deeper connection because you you've seen the growth. Yeah, honestly, like even well, not even just with the video quality, but just with like the length of the episodes, the the amount of like I don't know people in each episode, which of course relates to right. getting times together for different people to shoot and editing and all that. So listen, to listen, <laughs> preaching to the choir, huh? <laughs> I'm always on time. No, no doubt, no doubt. But even as a podcaster, <laughs> if you want to, like even with us, we had to, you know, correspond times, get times together where the both of us would be free to record, considering I'm in Texas and you're in D.C. Maryland, DMV. Yeah, it's like we're like 1,100 miles away. And so it's... Yeah, and a know, whole ass time zone. Yeah, that part, that part too. That Not even considering that. It's just like things <laughs> like that make me appreciate shit like this so much more like yeah oh man so all that being said i do like daniel's house because it looks lived in. <laughs> it looked like one of her friends was probably like or shit that might be Issa's house for all we know is she just moved some shit around it was like film here is cheaper i don't know but <laughs> i i like that i like that um kudos kudos to insecure and larry whitmore and Issa ray um uh, so and the 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 mm-hmm. detail in the the uh, what's it called mise en scene. Yeah, that that part, and and other editing words that just sounds <laughs> porn. Because I, <laughs> I took I took intro to film and intro to television in yeah. college, so I know a few things. Yeah, I took about a semester and a half of some stuff, and I, I that's about it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But this is. Why I like this episode, though it's a Daniel and Issa, mainly Daniel, well, you know, Daniel and Issa heavy episode, and we didn't get a lot of the other faves like Molly and Amal and whoever else, but yeah. I do like this relationship because though I am a fan of Lawrence, Issa and Lawrence were new in the sense that we met in college, we got together, and this is where we are. Issa and Daniel are old, they have history, they're from high school and probably like middle school as well. I like seeing this fleshed out because last season I was interested in seeing what would happen if we had like maybe a little flashback episode where we saw Issa in high school and we saw her and Daniel and whoever else. I don't know that we'll ever get something like that, but this, I think if you watch seasons one, two, and three in one sitting, this is going to uh, feel really natural. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so, so I will yeah. give it that. Okay. It does for that. Good, good, good. Are uh, you still not a fan of Daniel? Mm-mm. Okay, I just, I tried. Nah. <laughs> uh, and this is probably one of the reasons I'm sure when we get him uh, kind of complaining about 
his connect for the club not coming through and not answering the call. And then uh, Issa convincing him, which she was very, I really liked her this episode. She uh, convinced that nigga to like, you know, pick your chin up and let's go out. I'll be your wingman. Yeah. And you know, if that's what she, it's like, damn, that's, you can't, can you ask for anything more? Like she didn't cleaned up your house and now she's about to be your wingman. And you know, right. and she was going to recalk the tub. Well, that, I, bro, I, <laughs> that right there took me out as well. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Oh shit, um, yeah. So, so this this scene with the bouncer and the line with Khalil and all that. How what did this? I know you're not a Daniel fan, <laughs> but what did this do for you, if anything? Um, it wasn't like the I couldn't tell where the animosity was coming from. If it was Khalil or Daniel, uh huh. Like it was, it was just really awkward. Yeah, and it was like the contrast to Khalil and Issa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was, it was really weird, yeah. and I couldn't tell if Khalil was like, like the cocky, successful person, mm-hmm. and Daniel wasn't feeling him because of that, or if Daniel was just in his feelings and feeling insecure, <laughs> and that's, I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. I was just, I need these niggas to get it together. Yeah, niggas gonna need. Um, I'll say for me, I did feel like it was Daniel. I didn't feel like Khalil was being like shady or cocky or anything. I felt like mm. he was like in the probably in a good space in his own personal life. Um, Daniel, however, came off very, like she said, prideful. Like I don't need no nigga to get me in this club. Like, so, like he never said that, but I felt like he that's said what he was. Th- oh, that's what he said. No, but oh shit, I'm like, oh no, I catch not it, but, verbally, <laughs> but it, felt it was that implied. Way. Yeah, and he yeah. That part is what like threw me because I've I know guys like him. I've uh, mm-hmm. been to school. I've been in social spaces with guys like that. For me, I'm like shit. If this to turn up and you know Jonathan, who I don't fuck with no more, could get me fuck that. It's a group of us. Let's get in. Like you know, I'm just right. all right. Whatever. We finna get in this motherfucker. But I, <laughs> mm, that's one of the, the parts of this episode that really had me questioning Daniel. Like nigga, I mean. I guess because, again, we didn't get that high school experience from them. For him to be so cold to Khalil, I was like, what the fuck? Are, right. you, are you jealous of this nigga? Did this nigga do something to you? Do you even know this nigga? Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Kudos to uh, Issa, though, for coming in for the win. All right. And, uh... <laughs> List over here. <laughs> that nigga... And may I say that every motherfucking body on this show... Um, the women are gorgeous. They're beautiful. Thus, they are. But mm-hmm. these niggas, I don't know why. I guess because this show is so relatable. I just expected to see more ugly niggas on this show. And that is <laughs> not the case. That is not. So. No, okay. I, I will give Dan you that. Yeah. He's yeah. not ugly. Yeah, nah. Uh, but okay, I guess. This but. <laughs> I do agree. Even Dre, he, like. I mean, Dro, like his funny looking ass. Yeah, but it's still like a cute, funny looking. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Dro, uh, which we're gonna get to that. I have, I have questions. Um, even the nigga with the braces <laughs> was like, you know, it's like he, he looked regular, but I was like, yeah, Issa is they doing green like my money, which was like, what the fuck, like just the the comedy of this show, like that. 
when that nigga had braces, ugh, classic. Like, <laughs> I didn't expect that. Um, okay, that being said, there, in, in this club scene, when after Daniel then serenaded Issa with his beatboxing, Okay, that that was cute. It was, I threw up, but it was cute. You th- <laughs> see, there you guys. You got a little song, song, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, <laughs> this nigga, when Issa goes to get the drinks from, you know, braces, brace face. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, the guy with the braces. That my apologies, guys. Um, <laughs> this nigga Daniel. One of the things that, okay, I'll say this throughout all of throughout watching this episode, it felt like a '90s movie. It felt like some Love Jones. It felt like some Jason. It did. In certain parts. This it part right did. here. When homegirl walked past, she was like, you so-and-so's friend. I think you with Spider. Something she said. And he was like, yeah. She was like, you sell weed or drugs or something? And he said, I don't do that no more. That felt like one of these, you know, black chitlin' circuit movies that we get from the early Not black chitlin' circuit movies. Which I'm here for them. Because there's a space for all of this, you know. But I was like, what? But this- it did have, like, both of their situations were not what they were perceived to be. Right, right, right. I I want to know what's going on. Like, are we going to revisit this drug shit, or is it just to give him a little another level in his backstory? Because I want to know what the fuck going on. Because I don't, I can't recall season one or two anything but music when it comes to Daniel. I don't. Right. I, so I don't know. I want I want more of this. Uh, you was the drug dealer. Cause shit, last thing I saw him in was the purge. So I'm coming off that <laughs> like, well, you know, he did sell drugs in the purge. So I mean, is this the same game? Hey, it's the same universe. Yeah. <laughs> is um okay. So next up, should have played. We got uh, Issa getting the drinks for her and her friend Danielle, who likes to turn up, which. <laughs> What the fuck is up with this? Like, is this and I, again not a not a woman, not a, a black woman? Is this something that happens that you're just at a bar and you can request additional drinks from dudes and they're just like here, not even like you know niggas are stupid. Yes. They are okay because I just I'm like damn he, she just got not necessarily finesse but just got two drinks about this guy and it's like and again not oh god I hope I don't sound like two bar. Two bourbons at that. That. I just, like, not that she owed him anything because he gave her the drinks, but it was like, you just bought this woman a drink just randomly? like. But, I mean, hell, I've bought people drinks, but that just, I don't know, that just seemed a bit odd to me. Um, But kudos. Go, boo. Get it, boo. Um, (laughs) We see Spider on stage. How do you feel about Spider? This hopping around. Rapping, kind of. I think that's why Daniel's little moment was so cute because it distracted me from the mess. <laughs> I, uh, I like. It that. was like, oh, there is something worse than that. <laughs> oh shit! Come on now, you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Okay, hold up, Daniel Collective. I'm gonna call him that. Come, come, come to his aid. Not. Just... <laughs> oh. Um, it was a compliment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We we take it as such. <laughs> Spider needs to be crushed. That nigga. Um, so speaking of, we get Spider uh, popping bottles and whatever else. I really like. And correct me if 
not if I'm wrong because it's my experience, but let me know if you know of any experiences like this because I can't recall seeing a show or a movie where a man, let alone a black, well, a black man specifically, is able to be as vulnerable because he, Issa is like, why don't you go down there and talk to this nigga? You're already here. And Daniel was giving every excuse in the book in a very Mm. kind of raw, emotional way. Like, you can tell that he's nervous and it ain't right. that he's not good, but it's just like, shit, you're putting yourself out there. And I'm sure for him it's very different than putting yourself out there talking to a woman as opposed to putting yourself out in your craft to woo this guy to work with you. Like, have, right. can you recall any... Because I don't... I can't. Not off the top of my head. I... Uh, <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I mean, so anybody out there who you might have, because I don't care when it, it could be a '90s movie. Well, no, nah, let's let's say 2000s on on up. Uh, but I feel movie- like there is an instance, or maybe two, but I I really I cannot think of them right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure thinking of something like that's queer or the queer spectrum, I'm sure there's a ton. Like, Noah's Ark, for whatever reason, comes straight to mind. Oh, but I mean, gosh. something in... <laughs> You're not a fan? <laughs> no, I love Noah's Ark. Okay. <laughs> but something in the general public, not to, you know, exclude anything that's LGBT, but just this space of having a cis-hetero man be that vulnerable. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to dig myself into a hole there. But I don't I just... know why I'm thinking about Lem from Soul Food, the series... Oh, okay, okay. Oh, but I don't remember his storylines. I don't remember any storylines from that show. I just feel like he had some very vulnerable moments. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'll go with that. And with you saying that, there probably are more that just are not coming to mind. But exactly. for whatever reason, this young black man having those insecure reactions or like self-doubt, especially as a creative because you're essentially trying to sell this man on your work and what you yeah. can do for him. Yeah, that's... And again, I'll give him something. It's I connected to that. <laughs> this is killing you, huh? <laughs> he, he, you know, I'll, I'll give credit where it's due. You okay. know, that was very well written. You know, it didn't have to be Daniel. It could have been somebody else. Um, it just <laughs> happened to be Daniel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. But um, I, I I did connect with that moment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I let him have that. Mm, okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> we'll take that. Uh, I want to stop for a minute and give props to the lighting. All these different shades of black people under the oh, blue yeah. light. Because even that, in my feelings about him aside, his skin and Issa's skin okay, on this blue light, boy. These niggas, these niggas, these it, yeah. They and, and this nigga teeth is like platinum white, so he's about <laughs> and just, I, the whole. I'm I'm here for this whole aesthetic. I liked it all. Um, Spider's light skinned ass. He looked, you know, just oh fine. gosh. But he didn't have the same. He didn't give me the same feeling watching him in the club as I did looking at those two motherfuckers. But of course you know, not. Oh. Um, uh, Khalil. Khalil has kids. Issa is it's a chicken. 
These are tight. This is so real, man. <laughs> this fucking show, man. No, it's funny because I walk around saying this is the milk. Yeah, yeah. But even when he said it's the chicken, I was like, you know what? You damn right. Like, because for all the shit, you, you pumping in the chicken, these kids are developing early. Like, 13 and 11 to 13 don't look like 11 to 13. Well, I don't know. It might. I'm just talking out my ass. But shit, they are putting shit in this food hell. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, seeing him, her, first of all, Issa maneuver this nigga away from Spider so that uh, Daniel Again, can talk to him. That's what women are for. And she did her fucking job and did it well. And I'm like, just jumping in, setting him up. He fall a little bit, you setting him up again. Like she, uh, and she was supportive, man. What did she ask him? He was like, she was like, what did they do about his kids? Um, she was like, she did, video. Video. did she ask for a video or did he give her a video? He showed it to her, but like he had mentioned the kids and she was like, what did they do? Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was something, again, awkward something and stupid. That's the fuck, yeah. She said, Facebook told me you had kids. I'm like, girl, Facebook told yeah. me. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and this scene was uh, very much a save by the bell because Daniel was crashing and burning and when spider was like yeah you friends with someone so um have them give me your card or something i was like shit nigga this oh this ain't looking too good until the the shooting happened so spider was with it he was over it yeah and it's like man that is and i tweeted this about the um the ato a pot connection conference in atlanta and i was like man i'm so awkward my damn self i said I'm sure this is how I'm going to sound going to that conference and someone says, well, what do you do? Well, you know, uh, I got this thing that I do and uh, <laughs> I, you can listen to it sometimes. Like, I'm just, I feel exactly. like that would be me. <laughs> so I, we, we'll see. I'll, I'll give you all an update on how that happens when I when I go to the, the conference. But God damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felt awkward as the fuck. Um, yeah, but I couldn't figure out why Spider was just like over it. Yeah, neither could I. Cause no, it, wait. Spider was the friend, right? No, Spider was uh, the light-skinned performer. Khalil was the friend from high school. And then what, what's Daniel's other friend? The one that was supposed to get him in? Wait, was that Spider? No, no, no. Oh, shit, what's his name? That's the one who's Issa's brother in real life, uh, which I did confirm that is her brother. Um, fuck. What is his... I don't know. I don't know. I forget his name that quick. Uh, yeah. I forget, okay. but I feel like Spider is the that red dude with the big ass Carhartt jacket. I'm bad with names. Yeah, same here. Because <laughs> uh, clearly I'm not getting none of this right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, shit. Even him being over uh, Daniel, like you said, it it kind of didn't make any sense. I mean, I get that Daniel was stumbling, but. All right. Everybody's not an extrovert. Everybody is not like I. I don't know. I don't know. I I just I didn't. But the shooting had me dying, of course. That shit. Because ain't that the same club where homegirl was like, "Yeah, it's ghetto there," or "I don't go there." Yeah, like you. (laughs) And your shit. Yeah, niggas gonna nig. Um, (laughs) This uh, next scene is them sitting at this like diner. 
I don't remember any of the rest of the episode. Yeah, it was Daniel E. said that diner, and that's where he was even more open. It burned out of my memory. Okay, I remember it. (laughs) But him, like, giving his concerns and her hitting him with, like, some real shit. Like, he's like, you know, Khalil, um, I taught him everything he know, and he big, well, he famous and something. And she's like, you know, why the fuck you got to be in competition? And that hit me. Like, not that I'm necessarily competing with anyone, but there are times I'm like, oh, shit, you know, what if I did this? What if I did that? But yeah, there's no need to compete where you could just reach out and collaborate if that's even an option. And if not, just let that kind of motivate you to do better. But I felt him like I'm being a creative. I'm doing what I do. I'm putting myself out there. Yeah. A nigga that seems like he just came on the scene and, you know, is burping into a mic for 20 minutes. Now he's the big new guy, you know? So, I, I mean, I I feel it. Because, like I said, I connected with the best. With the best. <laughs> yeah, this is... I don't know. I, I guess I heard or saw a lot of uh, tweeting about this is what Issa could have did for Lawrence or should have did for Lawrence. And, I mean, that's valid, but... We're not in that space anymore. And this is a different Issa from season one and two. Yeah. You know, so to say, oh, she should have did this. It's like, well, shit, we could say shit that he could have did differently after he got that job that he didn't do before. Like, it's there's two different Lawrences. He can't really compare the two. You can only say, you know, going forward. And then not even that. I feel like she's kind of building off of relationships she's had before. Like, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I think the criticism. Even if he is a demon. Okay, yeah, he's a he's a demon. No, I, but I I really like this scene, and I like how she brought up her wanting to stay with him longer because it didn't feel like it was um I did all this so you will let me stay longer. It felt like right. it was natural. Like nigga, put yourself out there. Like I put myself out there, and I just really like this episode. It was cute. <laughs> you ain't here, boy. <laughs> oh, man. So, taking a quick aside before finishing this up, Molly that, and Dro, do you... What about them? What are your thoughts with them this season versus last season? How do you feel about Molly and Dro? <laughs> I mean, Dro got a little creepy. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that That scene when she asked him to get out the house and stuff was mm-hmm. very awkward. Okay, okay. I'll take that. Um, so I would prefer if she left him alone. Really? Okay. okay. I would. Um, just because something just didn't sit well with me in that moment. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, where do you fall on the side of or on the question of is Dro actually in an open marriage? Like, do you think that he's lying to Molly, or do you think that there is actually a situation between him and Candace that is open? I think that it's open. Okay. Um, only because of the interactions with uh, Candace and Molly last season. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was really like, I know that you know that I know that you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just very. It was one of those where, okay. So I feel like it, that he is actually in one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, shit, he had to leave Molly to go open the door for her because she locked herself out. Yeah. 
that was funny as shit, by the way. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think they're really in an open relationship. Okay, okay. See, because I feel that way as well. And I know I had John on for the last episode, the John Effect, uh, on Twitter and Instagram and all that good Ow. shit. And, he, <laughs> and he's not, John, he's I'm not sorry. here. <laughs> yes, Cheekbone Jones, uh, Brolivia Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't for it. He's like, nah, Drew's not. So I'm, I'm on the side that he is. I'm like, he has to be, because that, oh, that's what makes sense. Like, And I, he has to be for me, because I like his non-traditional relationship i think that more of that needs to be in the forefront of shows like this so that it could be another um a, no, a new normal so to speak so all right yeah i need him to be in this open marriage now the fuck shit he's doing within that space i could care less good or bad but i need him to be in this space um to really be in this open space so yeah that's my thoughts so now that Dro's corner is over, um, <laughs> Issa, what I found funny, which I love about this show, is that they just left the club from it being shot up and them having to get home. And she walks in the door and like sees a video online of the actual shooting and the fight that, <laughs> or the fight that started the shoot. It's like that's such a small moment because you could have had the show without that and it would have ended right. just fine. But having that little element to it is like. Yeah, people, internet moves so fast, and niggas gonna nig. Like I just, <laughs> yeah, this was a good one. Um, so yeah, how do you feel about this ending? This uh, Issa and Daniel kind of calling a truce, and and him saying you can stay longer. Her sitting with him doing his music. Like, what do you, what do you take? What do you get from this? I mean, they're probably gonna fuck. And it's okay. (laughs) Oh, shit. You don't want that, huh? (laughs) I mean, if she wanted. (laughs) I guess. But uh, it it was cute. Um, I mean, I knew he was going to let her stay a little bit longer or however longer she needed. Uh Uh-huh. And then when he finally called Khalil, um, that that was... Endearing, I guess. <laughs> you gonna get this damn sweet Daniel. You gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I like him. I like. I honestly feel like if this episode alone was all we had to work with, extended like an extra thirty minutes, this would be a solid black movie. Like it's. If these were two different people, yeah. it's it's just it's good. This was a really good episode, and like it took you through the motions. Like I said, uh, parts of it did feel like familiar black movies, but this really gave me. I don't know. It just it gave me everything I needed, and and then some. It gave me comedy. It gave me drama. It gave me fighting. You know, it gave me emotional <laughs> shit. So. You know, it gave me, you know, a mall for a second, being snappy a little bit. Like I, I, I like this episode. Really, really I did. I mean it was it was it was good. Yeah. I don't know. And and to find out Issa now has a job well, did she have a job or did he have an interview? No, yeah, because he said he liked to talk to her, didn't he? The property manager? I think so. Yeah, e- either way, she's advancing. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um so I man, I'm just 
I'm a fan. I'm really a fan of this show. I need to find a way to be tied to this show in some way, be it podcasting for the show, writing for the show, fucking doing YouTube, something like Issa. Hi, Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, so this season as a whole, like, I mean, it's only two episodes in. How do you feel about this season, like, versus the two before? Um, well, like I said, at least at this point in the season, it's more of a I need to get my shit together mm-hmm. feel and less of a love life type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we're getting into her finances and her living situations and work. Um, and then, like, romance is kind of a secondary thing to it. So, I I kind of want this season to stay along that path and not, like, have me feeling emotional. Because mm-hmm. I'm honestly kind of tired of y'all's relationship debates on Twitter. <laughs> um, I honestly, that, I'm barely on there anymore. Okay, um, okay. Well, not, I'm, not barely. I'm on there less frequently now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I wanted to stay just around in the realm of just general getting your shit together, getting your finances and working and all that stuff. Yeah, because that's the stuff that I'm relating to now. Because that's pretty much been this year for me, just getting my shit together. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it so far. Good, good, good. Um, okay, so who was your favorite character from this episode? Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, any particular reason? Um, I said it once, and I am going to say it one more time for the people because it actually moved my spirit. Mm-hmm. Don't look a gift horse in the dick. Okay. This... <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. That's that was a pretty good quote there. <laughs> yeah, I liked Kelly. I enjoyed her. Um, I'm going to go with the obvious and what the episode called for us to kind of feel. And I'm going to go with Daniel. Um, I'm going with him because of the struggle that he's going through. Like Issa yeah. would be a default, but we've we've watched her grow. This is the, <clears throat> excuse me. This is the first time we're getting Daniel to this degree and seeing that this character who before seemed so confident, at least in his craft, is dealing right. with some of the same shit that I'm dealing with myself. It's like, damn, this is relatable. <laughs> you know, that's the best and word for it. it. Like, we're all in the creative space, so it hits even harder, because it's like, as a creative, you connect. And then as somebody that's just generally trying to get their shit together, you connect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I'm good, good, good. Like, kudos to the writing. Great job yes. to the actors, the everyone involved, the, from the costume uh, or wardrobe rather to the um, lighting to the editing, all of that. Solid, solid job. Because they, I'm sure the goal was for you to feel for Daniel a bit more, and I came on on the other side feeling for him even more. Though I am a fan, I was more invested in him after this episode. So kudos to them. Um, and what about a scene? What was your favorite scene in this episode? Um, mm, uh, either the ballrooms, like the first ballroom scene, uh-huh. or the scene with Kelly. 
Uh, yeah, Kelly, Kelly did it. Kelly did it. It's probably the scene with Kelly. Yeah, because <laughs> both of them were. Are you grocery shopping at Rite Aid? <laughs> I buy Patty that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah, for me, I want to say Amal and Issa on the phone just because I I want more of him. But yeah. Uh, following the theme, I probably I'm not predictable. But Issa and Daniel having that kind of heart-to-heart, really all of their heart-to-heart moments, but specifically them being at the diner after the club. Like that, I don't know yeah. about her kind of picking him up and as a friend, because it didn't feel like, oh, I'm your girlfriend, I got to do this. It felt very, nigga, like, you can do better. I'm trying to do better. Let's do better. Like, yeah, I have to. And it was the it was interesting to see that that, I guess you could say power dynamic kind of switch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like this, the episode was very well put together. It was, and very well written. It was great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because even with him offering her, be- her his bed, it, again, didn't feel sexual. It felt like right. I'm, I'm, I'm giving a bit more. Like, money aside, because she's not paying him to stay there, it did right. like I'm, we're compromising, and I'm. I see you. I hear you, and yeah, it's just it, it was really very good. Very good job, guys. Very good job. Damn it. Oh. all right, all you listeners out there, um, let me know who are your favorite characters of this episode. What was your favorite scene? Use the hashtag OS Insecure. Let me know that you're out there and that you're listening, because I'd really like to know if anyone is a fan of Daniel as much as you is <laughs> or if they're a fan <laughs> for as much as I am or if you didn't like him you want more of somebody else this wasn't a good episode for you it was a great episode whatever just tweet let us know let us know and act- and hit up you and be like nigga get your ass on Twitter because we mad about this not <laughs> uh, but yeah this episode two got off to a good start do you have any predictions or anything that you like to see in this season going forward um, it would be nice to see more of Maul and more Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually really interested in Molly's storyline. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really interested to see what's going to be going on with her. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, uh, same for me. I want all of that, and I am very, very invested in what's going on with Molly and Dro. Molly specifically because, you know, she's dealing with his shit. But what I want for this season is to give me more of Candace so that she can confirm or deny something. Mm. I need to know that I'm right, that they're in an open marriage. I need to know that. <laughs> and I feel like she's the character to give it to us. So I'm hoping to get more of that. Um, so, yeah, let these folks know where to stalk you, listen to you, follow you, watch you, all that shit. <laughs> um, so follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Baby Huey. It's B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y. Check out Boys of Beyonce with the homie Shauna. We want to get back to recording that. So that's coming. Um, me and DJ Imperial are working on uh, Quamina James and revamping that podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, got some other stuff on the side. 
Uh, with the big bro Eddie Kane, seeing what we can do with that. Okay. Um, and then you know I'm in this web series called Chapter Two. Um, you know, still filming and everything, but I'm in that. Um, my first foray into acting, which was a a, a low level goal for me for this year, and look at me. Um, so yeah, um, I'll be posting on, on mostly IG probably, um, for that. So know what episodes are up, you know, just check the IG and stuff. Probably next few months. Um, but yeah, just keep a lot because I'm always moving and shaking and doing something. So you'll probably see me in some more spaces. Good, good. And of course, listeners, those links will be in the show notes. You can check out Huey and all the stuff he got going on over there. And uh, of course, you can find me here on the Carefree Black Nerd feed. Carefreeblacknerd.com is the hub for all things CBN Pod. Uh, Twitter, Carefree Blurred, Carefree Blurred, Carefree Blurred. That is the most immediate way to get in touch with me. Uh, and then right under that would be email, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Uh, and BYNK Radio, if you'd like to hear me and my podcast, uh, Brethren and Sisterin over there. Do that, and until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay insecure, and stay, I don't know, non-prideful so you can get in the club and speak to your potential client who could help you progress your career if you could only keep your foot out your mouth. I don't know. See y'all next time. How about don't fuck women that have boyfriends? That. all right y'all see y'all back here same nerd time same nerd station and we are out thanks for having me bro no doubt thanks for coming on man no problem What's up, man? <laughs> That's not a damn thing. <laughs> so gotta be good. No, everything is everything. Like the winter must come spring. Change comes eventually. <laughs> oh Jesus, it does. Unfortunately. <laughs> nigga, nigga.